Welcome to Frown Town. Frown Town. Oh, chicka waka, chicka waka, chicka waka, chicka waka, Frown Town. <laughs> we're in a 70s exploitation movie. Uh, we're here to beat you up, <laughs> take your money, and threaten, threaten your children. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Frown yeah. Town. I'm Jay welcome Jones. Welcome to Frown Town. I'm Beach Eddie. Uh, yeah. You know, Jay, if you wanted you are to. Beach Eddie. Uh, Beat somebody up and and take their children. You know, it would be really no, threaten helpful. their children. Just threaten their children. I'm not. I don't want their children. Oh, that's a burden. Okay. I don't want yeah, to take that's right. care of your children for you. Ew. You know, that's the thing that always um that always gets me about the uh people like oh my child is going to be kidnapped. It's like generally people don't want to ha- like get taking care of a child. <laughs> It's a lot, and they're very annoying. And honestly, I think most parents know that because they don't want their child. And it's 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 a pretty like even if you're a teacher, and when parent like parents will be like they like I'll say this: when teachers don't do their jobs, parents get upset more about the fact that they have to watch their children than why the teachers aren't doing their job. That's the best way to explain it. <laughs> It's like all the teachers are on strike. They're like, "What? But who's going to watch my kids during the day?" Is the first thing they say. Like, do you know how much daycare right. costs? And that's that's what people care about more. So that's because they don't. No one wants to really spend time with their children. Like, I feel like <laughs> this is rude. Actually, that's not true. I feel like some people love their kids, but I feel like most people are just like, "This was a mistake." <laughs> and I did not. <laughs> I didn't really plan out how much time this was going to take. Dear God, they're just a giant time sink. And I mean, like, you had hobbies before you had kids, but now you have children. I don't have yep. a child. I don't have a child. And that, that's why I have a dog and that you can ignore for an hour or so. Oh, man. <laughs> I want a dog. Like, okay. Before we go into our topic, I just want to say, uh, you know, in, you know, in my place in Seattle, you know, pets aren't allowed. It, yeah, which sucks. But my place in Texas, pets are allowed okay and we're the only ones without a dog yeah because everyone if you can have a pet like everyone where i live has i think at least one dog or one cat there's a lot of cats i have a there you go breaking the Uh, rules no uh, animals i'll have a goldfish uh, it's an animal what you gonna do about it (laughs) (laughs) well uh you know it Going back and forth um, um, between the two states, you know, I will say this, uh, you know, people, I have seen just as many people open carrying in Seattle as I have in Texas. Yeah, times are wild. Um, That's Times are wild. Uh, people, you know, uh, people are, okay, so when I moved down, you know, and like started coming back and forth between the places, I noticed every time I came back to Seattle, people were like, oh, you spend time in Texas. Isn't that dangerous? <laughs> Isn't that... Isn't that Texas is kind of what they're all saying. Like, wait, you... Why? Like, mm-hmm, when people... Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. I still have uh, people who, who listen to the show, which I guess, what's up, uh, who, when they heard that you were going to Texas, were like... Is he gonna be okay? And I'm like, well, yeah. It's, I I've lived in a red state before. I know what it's like. It's uh unpleasant, but it's survivable. I will say this about about the um, you know, like whenever I'm in Seattle and I haven't seen my neighbors there in a while, uh, <laughs> my na- uh, my neighbor. So I've got you know my two sets of neighbors, right? So I've got my neighbors down here, which you would think they would be worse, but 
they're actually better at the pronouns uh, down here. At least the people in my immediate vicinity. Wait, which place is down here? Texas or? Texas. Seattle. Okay, so yeah. pro- better about pronouns in Texas. Okay. At least, at least I- <laughs> with the neighbors, like literally, the, like literally when I was in Seattle, uh, when I came back to Seattle recently, I was like in there and, and I saw uh, one of my neighbors and they were like, Hey girl, <laughs> like, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, that, uh, I, I, that is surprising because I would think that, but, but okay, so here's the thing. It's a little surprising, but it's not. Here's why it's not surprising. It's surprising because it's Texas, but it's not surprising, again, having been from a, so- a southern place, <coughs> not everyone in the south uh, are dicks. <laughs> Some yeah. people, you know are actually respectful and are like, oh, you want to be called that? Cool. Like, however you want to be addressed is how I will address you. And that, yeah, that's just and a think, southern thing. I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give this example. My, uh, my partner, their granny, she's like mm-hmm. an 80 year old black woman who grew up in Texas. <laughs> so she's really tough. She's seen some stuff. Yeah. She's really tough. And, uh, you know, she has like, uh, uh, boarders uh, who stay at her house, like guys who are, uh, kind of, you know, need a place to stay cause they're getting back on their feet, you know? Yeah. Um, almost like a halfway and, house. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but with this awesome lady, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because I remember walking in and one of the boarders said, Oh, hello, miss. And granny goes, Oh no. That's a Mr. V. And he goes, Oh, my apologies, sir. (laughs) It's very, you have to get used to it. It is, uh, you know, the, the yes ma'am, no ma'am is like deeply a thing. I think it's also very ingrained for black people in the South. Uh, it's really difficult for, I mean, now that I'm, I've been gone for a while is, is, is not that big a deal, but I, you know, I was raised to be like, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And it's, it's something that, uh, if, if I think someone's older or like, you know, I'm just trying to be polite, yeah. that's what happens. And I think it's, uh, it would be better if we didn't uh, ingrain that in in younger black children. I think a lot of it is uh, because that was how you tried to keep them from getting lynched, basically. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but- I think that's the thing that people have to remember, too, is that when you're in the South, and particularly if it's someone who's not white and they're saying, uh, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You have to remember, especially if they're not a white person, that that's also a thing that you do to protect yourself. Um, yeah. Because uh, or, or in yeah, some there cases, are a lot of your crazy. Job, your home. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. So, you know, who knows? It's someone's like, what? The the thing that uh, I've heard multiple black men say that that's, uh, and I think, I feel like Michael Che had like a whole sketch about this, but uh, it's the, the being uh, in an elevator with a white person mm. is terrifying because it, it's, it's this thing where like you can say anything and that the implication is always like a black man with a white woman, but it's, right. it's this terrifying implication that like, you, you know, a white woman can say anything and it's just going to be believed and it's like, right. well, and the that coupled with the fear, and I, and I think sometimes it happens. It happens with older white men and me. I think it's the sides for me that that does it as well. Mm-hmm. But I get a lot of like legitimate fear 
when like we get into an enclosed space and there's uh it doesn't make sense though because it's like what what where am i gonna like if i hurt you in an elevator right like what's the end game there am i just gonna i'm like going upstairs like am i just gonna what beat the fuck out of you and then just casually wait for the doors to open like how is this gonna work it's just it doesn't make sense it's super rational that's the logic of it like okay so like i was watching um i i i watched the scream series uh recently because the oh, new screen nice. is coming out uh halloween spooky like season f- five right uh five yeah um but they're starting a new trilogy so okay it's it's gonna be good and you know and i never seen the entire series and i realized like scream is just a like training video for how to not get killed uh yeah well it's 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 purposeful, right? Because it's it's uh depending upon like how I feel like this is a conversation I don't have to have with you, but like depending upon how <laughs> far back into like horror movie dumb you go, like if you start watching like the quote unquote classics like Halloween or like uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's like tropes throughout all of the movies that uh, if you do this thing, you will die. Like the famous one right. is if you're a teenage couple and you have sex, you're gonna die. Right. And so uh, that's <laughs> well, just how it works. Just- the minute. Also, just that, you know, uh, oh, this is the part where the killer comes back and Nev Campbell in multiple parts of the movie says, shoot him in the head, shoot him in the head. Yeah, double tap. And I feel like the Scream was one of the first movies I feel uh, that at least I can remember. Maybe obviously it's not the first one because that's vainglorious of me but it's one of the first movies i can remember that was like oh we're making fun of this specific trope and it's it's set up to be like oh this is all supposed to be making fun of scary movies and it's funny that it's done so well that most people who watch it can just enjoy it as a horror movie and as nothing else but there's also people who truly watch it and are like oh this is funny because i've seen so many horror movies and now they're just purposely going against the grain to be like haha that's what you thought it was gonna be didn't you it's i also they, they, I love you, how they give the game away at the end too yeah all the little all the guns in scream are like really tiny well i mean i like a tiny gun you need you need, some, <laughs> I, you need a you need a gun that like when you hold it you, you have to like almost want a pair of tweezers to fire it like a little little toothpick to pull the trigger is what i'm looking okay, for in my guns so I- I want to tell you, I did see uh, and a Derringer. What I didn't see a Derringer, uh, so Aww. I did go to a gun show. So this time you mean around, like, this time oh, around, I guess in that Texas, joke doesn't work for a podcast. I was gonna be like, you mean like a gun show, but that doesn't work for. <laughs> well, I was, I, I was in, I was in line, and um, I, my my the partner that I went with was like, "Are you ready for the gun shows? Like yours is a guns show, mine is a gun show, because one of my arms is still uh very oh, yeah, atrophied yeah. from being broken, so I have a single <laughs> gun." Um, um, but gun I will say show. we're in line for this gun show, and mm-hmm. uh, it was it was Wait, big. There's a, I line? Nev- there's a line. You well, okay. So you have to check in. So the first thing it's at the convention okay. center. I had never been to a gun show. Um, oh, okay. Your myself. first one, nice. It was my first baby's first gun show. And um, speaking of baby's first gun show, like I said, uh, that I saw in person. There's a gun called the Sidewinder, um, mm-hmm. and it literally looks like a gun for a baby. Like, oh, a lot of modern guns do actually. They're no, really no, chunky. It's, and they're like, it's it's like it's like oh, it's tiny. It's tiny. It's like oh, okay, okay. 
It's 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 barely the size of the palm of my hand. Um, oh, that's fun. That's the type and of I job have I want. Small hand. Yeah. So you should get a sidewinder. How did you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can even fit your finger in the little trigger part, but you should get one and you should try it out. <laughs> I just saw a picture of one. I 100%. This is, yeah, but this this has an open trigger. So I feel like yeah. you would, I would fuck around and shoot my foot off. Well, you got to carry it in a, in a holder, a holster or something. You know, you can't just fucking nah, put it in your pocket. I would rip that bad boy out. Yeah. I would, I would put that like on a, like a little spring in my sleeve and just be like, ha ha. Like, just like, have it pop out. It's just like, ah. I, 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 little, I, want, I want tricky, tricky gunplay. That's a gun. You know, they've got shoulder holsters. They've got thigh holsters, ankle holsters. This one's a bracelet holster. <laughs> exactly. I want one where it's just, it's just sitting quietly uh, between my forearm. I wear a lone coat and then someone's like uh excuse me sir and i'm like ha and, and then i shoot some innocent person i guess in that scenario i just realized there's no reason for me to do it and someone's like excuse me sir. I'm like, ha! so when i went into the uh, my partner was was uh you know was like hey let's play a game okay. know, it's october it's a spooky season let's play a game uh <laughs> i love gun related uh, games yeah so <laughs> We're in line for the gun show, and there was a sign that there were a bunch of cops at the beginning of the gun show, and they were like, if you have a gun that you... If you have a gun. If you're bringing a gun in, because the thing is, is if you want to just bring a gun in to sell, you can do that. Of course you can, as a private individual. But they want you to take the gun and bring it to a table and open it up, and they put like a little... uh, zip tie thing through it so that uh and and you keep your your um magazine separate so you're not allowed to have a load you're not allowed to have a loaded gun at a gun show however there's no no metal detectors (laughs) or like any real precautions to prevent someone stupid because people are walking in with guns why would you put it yeah. Walk in with the, go into the, the melody because I have a gun. I'm here to sell it. No, I, I truly, uh, also, I don't, I, no one at the gun show has a loaded gun, uh, theoretically. <laughs> but yes, I have, I, by the way, have been to a gun show before, uh, but only yes. one. It was, I was, I was looking for a very specific type of gun that they did have, but I didn't want to pay for, for the prices at the gun show because they're traditionally quite high. Um, yeah. And also another fun thing about the gun show that I went to, I don't know if it was the same as yours. I'm pretty sure mine had a jammer somewhere in the area for cell phone service because it's pretty much as soon as I walked in, my cell phone blanked out. Oh, yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't try to look at my cell phone. There was also a sign that was like no pictures, no videos. Um, and I, I abided by compare. Yeah, I abided by that rule because frankly, there's a lot of guns. <laughs> Them are loaded, so, though. What are they going to do? Beat you with the... Yep, they can do that. Never mind. Yeah, they can. There's, there's, well, there's also, Jay, there's also people, multiple booths of people who sell, like, what looks like fancy versions of weapons that they make in The Walking Dead. Like, you can go to a gun show and you can buy a gun, but you can also go to a gun show and buy a baseball bat. With barbed ro- wire wrapped around it, or a baseball yeah, bat just with like, a fucking saw blade. Just like Pam Anderson blade. used in barbed wire. Just like Pam yes. Anderson used in barbed wire. Yay! <laughs> that would complete. That would literally complete my Halloween outfit. I I need to go to a gun show. 
So my partner was like, my partner was like, hey, I'm going to play a game. I want to play a, a spot the swastika. Oh, oh no. Yeah, um, because, you know, they were thinking I'm going to have fun. Like when you're on the road and you're like, oh, I'm going to look for this letter in a license plate, you know? Yeah. Just to give yourself something to do. It'll be like that. Uh, it actually it wasn't though? quite like that. Because <laughs> here's the thing, Jay. The first booth that we walked in to, the very first booth when you come to the front entrance of the gun show, this dead center of the entrance of the gun show just says... German war artifacts. Dope, 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 dope. Well, wait, which, okay. This, which, yeah. okay, so that's, that. okay, so Ger- Germany was involved in many wars. There was also, they were yeah. in World War One. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of, Ger- there's a lot of German wars. Were these specifically mm-hmm. German artifacts from World War II? Um, so it didn't specifically say that, but I will say Ooh. that after <laughs> was there, about. Was there a. Was there a, a big wooden crate there, and on the side there was like a burned out uh, swastika? Because that was that was the Ark of the Covenant. You should have bought that. That was. <laughs> that was <laughs> so there that's was, how you established the peacefully. Like, <laughs> the sign had like iron crosses on it, so that's yeah. already a bad sign. Like an iron cross I mean, that, is just okay. a low key swastika. Well, again. That was the symbol that was more common in World War One, and I'm again, I'm right. not a, I'm not an ex, I'm not an expert in white supremacist symbols. I, I get that they get get adapted all the time, but what I'm saying is that like the that that wouldn't bother me, or I guess I wouldn't be like I don't. Basically, if there was a door with that on it and a door with a swastika on it, I would go through the door with the the cross because I'm like, sure. Right, theoretically, this should be the door that's not going to get me. Well, uh, no, I will I, say I, though I'm black, I, so both doors are bad for me. Jay, I will <laughs> say there's there's also a lot of like just because you see it as a World War One symbol, there's also a lot of like white supremacist groups who use the Iron right. Cross, um, and so it's kind of like like a swastika is very um, uh, there's a lot of weight to that. Uh, apparently, not enough weight at this gun show because uh, my partner stopped counting about five minutes in. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrifying game. So the problem, the difference between that and like find a letter is that like if I find like if, if I'm looking for H's, H's aren't then going to gang up and beat the shit out of me later. Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I've so never it been wasn't, threatened by an H. <laughs> it wasn't the only. It wasn't the only booth. I will say that like we walked in, we saw the booth, and we looked around the booth, and there were lots of swastikas, lots of like little medallions with swastikas. Uh, lots mm-hmm. of various swastika themed merchandise, and then I love later that you can on, sell that. I just love that you can sell s- that in this country. Th- this we the saw the freedom. We saw <laughs> oh two God, men at that booth, and they were folding up a giant fucking Nazi flag, like a Wait, big was it like- red. <laughs> Was it like in response to seeing you? Like, oh shit! Okay, go, 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 in my wildest yeah, dreams. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny though, because, you know, you did see there, there were, 
there it wasn't just white people there. There were black folks there and and folks that looked like oh, yeah. you know lots of different folks this. who were at the gun show. Because you want to get a gun to protect yourself from the people who are also at the gun show. Yeah, um, like, but this I will makes say, me want to buy a gun. <laughs> the okay, so you would think the swastika stuff was egregious, but uh, there were a few more. No, it was. Uh, it was egregious. It was. It was. You can be more egregious than that, but it was egregious. Okay. It's, how about this, Jay? How about this? How about this? For the low, low price of sixty nine ninety nine, you too uh, can have yourself a set of hand painted Hitler nesting dolls. Oh no, that's cute. I would. Uh, I'd be into that. That's that's the thing. Each is one they, just made, has a, they made does Hitler each one just cute have a with like Hitler? rosy cheeks. Yes. Yeah. And each one just has I a tinier, cuter Hitler. It's oh, <laughs> adorbs. And then the the final one is just him with a gun in his mouth, like I'll do it. <laughs> no, that that's I that's obviously terrible. Um but um, also yeah. kind of adorable. Again, it's adorable that you can I, sell that here. No one's just like, everyone's yeah, okay so with it. Yeah, so I saw it. that. Um, there was, you know, but, you know, like, well, I'm sure there were plenty of black folks who were there to buy guns to arm themselves against white supremacists. There are also people. Okay, so you weren't allowed to take video or yep. uh, photos. But there was a booth where they were signing people up to vote at the gun show. So I just want everyone to know that they're doing it on on both sides. They want you to sign up to vote. And there was a there was a woman, she looked like she was like a uh, staff, she was had a janitor's cart and she yeah. was a black woman and she walked past the voters booth and said basically i trump number one like <laughs> she was like you better be voting yeah. for trump if you're signing them up and they took out their phones so they could get a video yeah and of course, like say that again because we need supporting trump yeah we need evidence of this unicorn <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah it's a thing you can do um i will say this um i had a thought before that uh the thing i was thinking is imagine if you came to this gun show and you were uh, a tourist from the country of germany and you walked into this, <laughs> yeah where in your it, country this shit is you're illegal. not allowed like, it's illegal it's <laughs> this shit will get you illegal. in jail it will it will get you in jail and you're shamed for it and then you walk in it's just like look at this cute little hitler nesting doll you're like that's not even German. That's technically Russian. What? What? What is this? Am I being punked? Is Ashton Kutcher gonna pop out and be like, "Yo, it's punked German"? I don't know, but it's it's so it's so wild. That's a th- again, it is wild to me. That's a thing that we. But again, the freedom, the freedom, yeah, of the freedom. this country. Oh freedom. my god, the freedom. Okay, let's talk about how free this country is because of your experience at the gun show. Oh, did <coughs> I tell you I did try to buy a gun as well? <coughs> oh yeah, tell me about so did you purchase a gun? Wait, what what type of gun are you looking to purchase? Let's let's get into the nitty-gritty okay. of it. Okay. So I actually can, like a, can I tell you the gun I want to see you with? What do you want to see me with? I want to see you with a P90. <laughs> I feel like that's your gun. I feel like that's that's the gun that I, I I when I if when I think of V with a gun, I see you like twin P nineties, just I'll be honest with you, it's a fifty five hundred dollar investment. But 
You'll be the it's baddest motherfucker ever. It's, it's a lot you're, of money. It's a lot of money. They're very expensive. Um, they are very expensive. And those bullets are not cheap. But you would be a bad motherfucker. You'd just be like, what'd you say to me? <laughs> People, the, the streets could, would fear the name of V. <laughs> I could do, I could get my P90s and then I could do my P90X and just get fucking there you jacked. Go. And nobody will mess yeah. with me now. There you I'm go. And small, just get like a. But strong. Get like a. Get like a nice, like little, uh, like wearable, uh, bulletproof vest as well, just to let people know you mean business. I feel like that's that's the look I feel that that you need. Uh, so that's absolutely. what you're looking for, right? Uh, personally, I was looking for something a little bit smaller. Uh, there, <laughs> there was this model. So with with my, um, you know, with my uh injury on my arm, it's mm-hmm. difficult for me to rack a semi-automatic handgun pull uh, pull back. You know, I can't well, yeah, really yeah. do do that super well. So, um, I was looking for a, a revolver, and uh, Smith and Wesson makes uh these revolvers that have their their the snub nose revolver. The yeah, the, like there's a, a few. double there's action. The, the mo- yeah, there's a model sixty, which is like all of all of their revolvers. They're all like stainless steel and aluminum as well, so they don't rust. Yeah, which is nice. Um, uh, but they specifically, I was looking for a gun called the Lady Smith. <laughs> okay. Because the Lady Smith. It has a it I mean they were literally guns made for women. Um but they're they're made for smaller hands. It's a two inch snub oh. nose. Oh yeah, I've seen these barrel. before. Yeah, and they're very easy to handle, very simple uh mm-hmm. firearms. And they're very small if you have small hands, and they also have like a cute a nice little wooden handle. I don't know. They're nice, they're yeah. reasonably priced. So I was looking for one, and I will say that compared to the nice and uh, reasonably priced, the good, the <laughs> you would think that I've always heard that gun shows were really expensive, but when I looked at a lot of the prices that I was seeing for weapons, they weren't actually that expensive. It they were, was what I was looking for. Uh, I wasn't I trying to. <laughs> I wasn't trying to buy a a cute uh, gun. <laughs> Not that I'm against cute guns. I clearly like sure. cute guns, but at the well, time what I'm I was saying looking for something though, a little bit more aggressive. The 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 price that I've seen from uh gun shops selling guns. Yeah. From I was specifically looking I was specifically looking for an M three. Uh and so the it, it's hard to find them in, in general. Uh and the it's not an actual M three, I forgot what is it's is legitimately called, but it's a it's a semi-automatic version, and I think at the time they were high because uh, gun shops had started like not carrying them because someone had just like gone bananas with one. All right, and and it's, it's not an AR-15. That's a this similar, but not quite. The AR-15 is more of an M16, but it's a it was a, basically it's just a, a specific gun I was looking for that I thought if I could snag one, it right. would be nice to have because it was a it was one I had been planning on buying anyway, and then when the prices start shooting up. I start looking around, but didn't get it. Was the long story that should be short. Yeah. So, uh, I I went. I looked at this weapon. I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna buy this because apparently gun shows you can just buy a gun and that's like super that's easy. The point of the gun show. Uh, but the guy said, okay, this was a this. I will say though, this booth was a licensed gun retailer. Um, oh gosh. And the the one thing you're him, supposed to avoid the gun show. <laughs> I gave him my I gave him my ID and he said, um, oh, 
you're a Washington resident, we can't sell a gun to you. So I went to a gun show. I'm the only person who went to a gun show, and they <laughs> they were like, no. Yeah, um, that's... Look at you, closing the gun show whole loop. <laughs> One person at a time. Just you but by yourself. Say, you're like, I will close the loop. They did say, if you had moved to Texas, mm-hmm. and you had... Um, if you had moved to Texas... And you had your ID for 90 days, then you could buy a gun from them. From a licensed dealer. Yeah. And they don't do a background check. They just take a copy of your license, I guess. But um, the ATF was also at the gun show. Ooh. <laughs> they had a booth. Fun. I love, ooh, uh, I love a good booth. I would, I hope their booth was just like, check and see if you're clear to buy guns with like a big smiley face. And then people are just in the back tied up just because they're not giant. It was a giant winky face. That's just like, just, just a big thing. I would, I feel like, I feel like the ATF needs a mascot. It should just be, it really should just be like a giant gun, like just a big AK 47. It's just like walking around like, hey, kids. Yeah, like, yeah, like super plush, super plush, like, hey. Speaking of kids, there were a lot of children there. Yeah, guns are not just for adults. Come on. Um, I walked past- We have to go to break. Okay, I will tell you about the family I walked past when we come back. And we'll also talk about uh, how you should have bought guns at the gun show when we come back. All right, we'll be back. got a full countdown <laughs> welcome back to frown town Yay. oh my god i'm so excited welcome back to frown town uh, for so for so long i have been part of the the very vocal minority that does not get i guess a plurality since there's only two of us a very vocal plurality that does not get a full countdown on this show and after all of my calls <laughs> and all of my pleas for a full countdown it was delivered to me today, and I have to tell you, I did not think I'd see this moment. I was fighting for my grandchildren, truly, but apparently it happened to me today. <laughs> uh, Incredible. It was all worth it. I want to thank my mom, my dad, God. I guess I believe in you now. <laughs> um, okay. There you go. There you go. It just takes one miracle. Just one tiny little miracle. I will say, uh, Jay, uh, you know... I. Earlier, I talked about there being kids at the gun show, yeah. and I think the I I want to say funniest thing, but I can't really say it's funny because okay, so I walked by a family, and okay. there was a kid in the stroller, and kids then and there strollers. was a uh, a uh, uh, a toddler. Well, he must have been like f- maybe four or five. Okay, and they so in addition to selling real weapons they also sell i mean there's cap a keychain you can get a gun keychain yeah, you guns. can get a cap gun uh the daisy the you daisy bb get, guns pellet guns clt yeah, guns well, you, those, you, aerosol those guns. you can buy at walmart you can you can buy a there's a whole red rider bb gun display there's also red rider also makes a 22 which is like it's just perfect so you get the bb gun, <laughs> gun and then a 22 yeah it's perfect for kids i'm not against kids and guns like like, you're not going to make me feel bad about it. I guess if I were, like, super liberal. Okay, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is this family, the mom goes, gets a, the kid a, a wooden gun. It was just yeah. a little wooden, like, kind of a, a really nicely uh, handmade uh, weapon. And, uh, weapon. It no. wasn't really a weapon. No. It was just a fake weapon. I mean, it's like a boomerang. For children. Like a boomerang. And, you could throw it at someone. Yeah. So, she hands the gun the the wooden gun to uh the kid and said this is jackson's gun so he can stop touching daddies and i'm like 
Wait. Yeah, that's fair. How how is your five year old that close to daddy's guns? Oh, V, V, V. My dearest V, take like, a walk with like, me. Like, did you join me in the recesses of my memory? Did you? V. Did you? I, did you? I, it's we're going to make believe. <laughs> okay. We're going to make believe. You got to come with me. Come on, we're we're going to make believe. Here we go. To join me yeah, in the recesses okay. of my memory. So, uh, I am six years old. I'm at my grandfather's house, and I am just hanging out at my grandparents' house. I guess I don't know. What I'm saying grandfather's, but my grandfather's the one who has the guns. So I am just hanging out, watching TV, and then uh, my grandparents have uh, a TV upstairs, and not a for real upstairs. They had a, a converted garage, so it really was a step. But that was the upstairs, downstairs. But they have a TV in right. the normal living room. And in the converted garage, they have a TV as well. Right? Cool. So I'm down in the converted garage, just yes. like minding my business on the couch. And like kids do, like I reach into the couch and I'm like, oh, couch cushions. I wonder what's in here. And I pull out a revolver. Uh, it's my grandfather's revolver. It's under the cushion. God damn it. I'm like, all right. And so then I'm like, ah, it's a gun. And then I was like, there's a gun in here. So I put it back. And I start thinking like, is that the only one? And so I start checking under every couch cushion because i'm like curious about like why there's guns in the couch cushions and there's a gun under every couch cushion in this house not just in this oh room not just in this room in this house <laughs> I, I don't say oh anything. I go God. to bed. All right. So in bed, we're staying in this this back guest bedroom. It has two twin beds in it. Uh, I'm here by myself. My sister, for whatever reason, I think she's sleeping in the bed with my, my mom. So I'm just like in that room by myself. Underneath that bed are just rifles, just hunting rifles. And it's a lot of hunting rifles. I'm talking like just bags with hunting rifles. <laughs> are they loaded? I don't know. I'm six. I don't know how to check. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm just finding guns. And so I've, I find there's guns uh, under the bed. There's guns guns in the closet of that room uh there's guns like in the closet where my grandfather and my grandmother kept all the board games for the grandchildren there's a shotgun in that closet and the reason for it is my grandfather uh because he lived in sort of a rural area of alabama <clears throat> was right. like uh i mean in tuskegee is not like this place because it's, it's primarily black people so it's not like i gotta fight off racist but it was more just yeah if someone decides right. to run up in my house the cops aren't a thing here so it's just if you run up in right. my house and i'm sitting in in any room in my house i would like to shoot you and so i have guns in specific spots throughout my house at the ready <laughs> so will a child touch your gun if that's your living situation fuck yeah absolutely and and it, the thing is that's weird about that is uh that does not feel strange to me because that's just a thing that happened in my childhood and it's not until i got older right and uh, started talking to like my mom and other people that I got context for the there's not people's people's grandparents don't just have guns everywhere in the house. I, plus, when you watch movies, that's how it seems, right? There's always someone who's like, ah, I got a gun, pop, 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 pop. I wanted to put one uh, in a little forearm, like spring for myself. Obviously, I've been desensitized to guns. Right. So, I mean, it's just, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Like it's and even if if it's <laughs> like you're not gonna lock away. Like I could see like his gun being out and unloaded, and the the kid plays with it. That I could see happening in general. But yeah, I don't think I yeah. don't think people. I think most people uh, do like the trigger lock on their gun and not yeah. put it in a cabinet locked away from sight. That's that's assuming that's assuming that your gun has a trigger lock. 
No, I mean like you can buy the the you know the the it's like you would put it in twi- between oh. the trigger. Yeah, and so you just it's like a little piece. That oh you put yeah, in yeah, between. yeah, yeah. And if you need it, you just whip out a key. Though, so I get the that if you have children or just in general, I think that's that's probably a solid thing to have. But I do wonder, like, this is not me trying to say you shouldn't have it, but what's what's that experience like when it's like I need my gun? Ah, uh, which key is it? Ah, uh, which key is it? Oh my god, the keys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's why you know when I was a kid. Speaking of finding guns, you know my dad doesn't have guns anymore because he is just he became a pacifist he doesn't want to have guns in his home but i remember now we know being a kid and- apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> i remember being a kid uh, and you know he just he was like i don't trust myself to take another person's life is what he that's actually is what he no i understand that I, i'm kind of i'm kind of in the same boat though I, yeah though i will say this i i struggle but with- he he had his he he had his gun in the house, but it was in pieces. Like I would be looking for a jacket in the closet and I would find like a butt of a gun. And then like, I remember I like picked up a picture frame one time off of the, you know, looking at a picture from like their wedding or something. And just a bunch of bullets rolled off the table. Cause there were just bullets <laughs> behind the picture frame. And I was like, what is this? Are you just, if somebody comes in the house, are you going to run around to every little spot? Like, oh, let me get the barrel here. Let me get the butt of the gun here. Let me get my magazine here. Oh, my bullets are behind the picture frame. I'm like, so you're going to like run around the house from the killer. So it's a game. It's a game. It's a game. Can you stop me before I go to six different spots in my house? Go. No. Um, that's, that's what they used so to. So I get, I get wanting to keep your your weapon close at hand, but it's also yeah. If you have children in your house, like kids don't know the difference, and then also there's the factor of uh, if you have a gun in every couch cushion and you're in the kitchen, and the first room that somebody barges into is the living room, they're going to be able to grab your gun from the couch cushion. But you got to know it's in the couch cushion. That's see, they're concealed. All the. <laughs> Don't question my, my grandfather's flawless security plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, Jay, so so the the guy at the gun show, he wouldn't sell me a gun because I uh, I haven't. I'm not a Texas resident. Um, so I was like, OK, I guess uh, I'm not a Texas resident. So I won't buy a gun. And then I, uh, I, and I was funny too, but then I saw guys walking around with these signs on their backpack, like handwritten cardboard signs being like, Hey, I've got a Glock 43 for $400. Like, and just people walking around. So I was looking into it because the thing is, is that the guy who wouldn't sell me the gun, he was a federally licensed firearms dealer. Yeah. And he, he was like, you, he was like, there, he's, he, he told me there are people here who would sell you a gun, but you don't want to do that. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that. So, uh, like, like the legality of well, this is he did say, he did say, he did say uh after he told me uh the the laws he was like you you know you I as a federally licensed firearms dealer I have to like have your ID and, and follow these certain rules uh and then told me now you're armed with knowledge. Yep, and knowing is half the battle. Um <laughs> the he- I wanted to be armed with a weapon. <laughs> no, you just all you got to do now is, is if someone attacks you you just you just hit them with some facts. Like hey, 
Did you know that you can buy a gun from a private citizen and not not have to get a background check? Did you? <laughs> like, of course. Did I you did. know about the Brady gun. handgun? Did you know about the Brady Handgun Violence Protection Act of 1993? Yeah, you just hit them with some facts, and they'll be like, "Oh my god!" Now that I'm smarter, I don't have to rob you. <laughs> so let's talk about that that specific thing. Uh, there is something that's interesting about gun shows, but it's not even we call it the gun show loop, but it's not the gun show loophole. It's just a loophole in general. Um, if you are a federally right. licensed dealer, like uh, our good friend here at the gun show, if you're a federally licensed dealer, according <laughs> to the Brady Act, you must do a background check, and it's uh, a background check ran. I had it all pulled up. It's the NIC. IS, I think this, the, wait, give me a second. I had it all pulled up and now it's gone. Oh no, what have I done? It's the NICS. So it's the NICS, which is uh, this database that when you look up what it does, all it tells you is that uh, it's basically just looks to see if you have uh, any federal um, felonies or violent uh, domestic mm-hmm. abuse, like like basically violent uh, misdemeanors. So uh, a domestic mis- misdemeanor, right. like you get a misdemeanor for like uh, slapping your wife, for example, or your partner. Generally, your wife, because like I feel like if 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 a woman slaps a man, everyone's kind of like, eh. but I mean, it, it shouldn't be. Well, but- there's also there's. It, it shouldn't be. And then there's also, too, uh, there's an issue with uh, intimate partner violence yeah. amongst LGBT people because um, the law officers don't know how to, to handle two gay men getting... They're like, which one of you's the woman? Right. And so, like, it's in the, even in that scenario, that it's like, okay, so, again, it's, it's kind of like, huh? Like, that's what you get if you call the cops. Uh, but the idea here is, is yeah. uh, if you have that in your past... You you should not be able to buy a gun because uh, there's statistically, right. um, typically if someone has that in their past and they buy a gun, they go fucking shoot people. And we're trying to give people guns to, I guess, I mean, look, we're not trying to give you guns to not shoot people, but we're also not trying to give you guns to go kill people, like murder them. Well, like, and, obviously. And when I was in Washington, when I, when I was in Washington, and in, in um, the way that you had to purchase a gun, you needed to wait. Yeah, it, for a few well, days. L- let's get in to between. that. Let's get to that. Give me a second. So let's talk real quick about the difference between why you need a license to sell a gun and why you don't. So if you sell, yeah. a, if you have, are in a business of selling guns, let's say you are V and you're a guns dealer. That's what you do. You get up, you go out, and you pew, find. Pew, pew. You find the the best wholesale guns, and then you go to a gun show, and then you sell them at the best prices. Everyone loves you. You're V, the gun dealer. In that case, you need to be federally licensed, which means that you would have to do background checks. Even if you were at a gun show, you would have to do background checks on every every gun that you sold on every transaction. You'd have to keep records that could be inspected by law enforcement. And I feel like there's one other requirement. You also uh, yourself have to be free from uh, a couple of different felonies. And several other issues. So th- that's what you have to do to get federally licensed. Right. However, let's say you're still V, right? And instead of uh, so, as V, the gun show dealer, you have a co- you have an inventory of guns that you're specifically have so you can sell, right? Inventory, and you are constantly right. looking for fresh inventory guns that you can bring in to replace the ones you've sold. Let's say that you're V, the collector. And as a collector, you don't have inventory. You just have a collection of guns. It is an assortment of guns Mm. that you have that you keep stored. And as a collector of guns, you are constantly looking for new guns to purchase. And when you purchase new guns, of course, you don't want to have just guns upon guns. You have to sell guns to get rid of them. In both of these cases, you're I want doing, a room that's like tremors. <laughs> but in both of these, yeah, that would be dope. In both of these cases, you're doing something. 
that's like really similar. But in one, you have to be licensed and the other one you don't. If you are selling and buying guns to improve upon or to, you know, have it as as a collector, you don't have to be licensed. And that's the people that you see walking around that have like the signs that aren't asking for background checks. They don't have to ask for them in some states because the federal law is if you are not deemed by the ATF to be and that's why the ATF was there by the way ching ching if you're not deemed by the ATF to be a business then you don't need to have a license and if you don't have a license because you're not a business I'm just a dude who has a bunch of guns I'm trying to sell some and buy some then if that's what's happening I don't need a license and I don't have to do a background check to sell to you and there are numerous cases where people have tried to go get a gun were denied their uh, you know denied on their back background check from a licensed dealer and then went and bought from a private party. In fact, I think it was like 80% of uh, gun violence crimes that happen, happen with guns that are bought from private dealers that don't require a license. Yeah. Now in Washington, the kids at Columbine got their guns at a gun show. Yep. In Washington, you have to wait because in Washington, it is one of the states that has a law that requires universal background checks, which means uh, if you're a private uh, or if you're a federally licensed dealer or if you're a private seller with the exception of like, hi, my name is Jay. Literally, my name is Jay. I have this one gun I need to sell. V, would you like to buy this one gun? Yeah. And then outside of that, I don't have to run a background check for for that, but anything else has to have a background check. So it's basically like a, mm. a close on the quote unquote gun show loophole, because in most cases, there are people who are just skirting the line of private, de- you know, private seller and not really being licensed right. so that they can specifically move. And, and there are people who also, uh, for, I guess, nefarious reasons are purchasing guns uh, without background checks. I assume. There's one other loophole that's weird. Guns online. Do you know what happens with guns online? Yes. Okay, I know that you can like buy all the pieces of a gun online and put it together. And I also know that you can buy <laughs> bullets online too and have them shipped to your front door. Here's what you do. You buy a 3D printer. You buy a 3D printer uh, <laughs> schemata <laughs> for a gun. You print out a gun. You got it. No, um, don't do that. Uh, so here's the thing. You can buy guns online. Here's how it works. I send to people online and say, hey, I would like uh, a ladysmith. And then they say, great. They send the ladysmith to a third party that is a licensed dealer within the state of Washington or whichever state that you live in. They run the background check. They hold your money in escrow as they do that. And then they deliver the gun to you. And then you have your gun. Mm. Uh, that way, uh, whatever state you're in, if there are state laws that need to be complied with, you can actually have them complied with without breaking the law. And online gun sales can still happen. That's why you can sell a gun as a large corporation, as a licensed dealer, easily online. Easily. Also, you can just be a normal person again and just be like, yo, my name is Jay. I'm on Craigslist. Who wants a gun, baby? And then people could just come buy a gun from you. <laughs> completely legal, completely transactions, com- like, and nothing can be, nothing can happen to you. So, like, here's the thing I want you to think about. Right. There's this. I, I want to read this because I thought I thought it was interesting. It's our private sales problematic, right? So we can spend all day, like, just, well, actually, not even that. You can easily close the gun show loophole. Universal background checks. Bam. Done. Everyone everywhere has to do it. Right? Yeah. So here's the thing. There's a survey from 2017 by researchers from Northeastern University and Harvard University that estimates 22% of gun owners who purchased a gun during the previous two years of from basically 2015 to 2017 did so without a background check. Right? So- 
22% of gun owners are buying their guns without background checks, which makes me feel that it's kind of a low number. But there's all these excuse me, anecdotal mm. evidence that like it's a bad idea. There's a there's a man who shot and killed seven people that bought a gun privately after he failed a background check in 2014. And there's just so many instances of this that people are saying that you should call you should have to have background checks for every gun transaction. Well, and and Jay, do we I want the audience to know that like when you say there's anecdotal evidence, that's because there's nobody funding you're not like allowed to actually take numbers on how many gun deaths happen there's no funding or uh they're just like don't do it (laughs) well i mean we're in this weird place with guns where as a country we're not going to give them up and there's so many people who uh you know in other countries they don't have this issue simply because there's just tighter such tight restrictions that it's, it's almost you know pointless to try to own one i do think that there should be something should be done where like so the thing that i noticed uh when with the big licensed corporations or firearms dealers that do online gun sales is that they have a third-party licensed dealer who runs their background checks for them i think it would be great if uh we expanded that as a network and created uh, just basically like, hey, I'm the gun dealer. I'm your licensed gun dealer. Let's say you, I'm Jay, you're V, I have a gun and V, you want to buy it. So right now, all we got to do is just be in the same place and you give me money and I give you a gun. Theoretically. I mean, like, I have a gun, you don't. I could just be like, <laughs> guess what? This is a robbery now. But <laughs> theoretically, uh, <laughs> I... You give me money, I give you the gun, and I guess maybe you rob me for your money back. I don't know. But the idea is that like that's how <laughs> that's how the transaction will work now. I think it would be great if uh and it would be like setting up like you know, you you get a license or you are if you are a licensed firearms dealer, this is a service you can provide to people, or you could even just have people set up or even offices set up where this is what you do. I come into the office, let's call it uh let's call it the 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 exchange. So the gun exchange. I come into the exchange with my gun. I put my gun in the exchange. I fill out paperwork showing license and serial number for the gun, showing my ownership, showing how I bought it. That all gets filed. I put the price I want on the gun in the exchange. That gets filed. Then the licensed firearm dealer just goes through a list of people who sign up and say like, hey, I want a gun. This is what I'm looking for. He f- matches you with someone who is willing to pay that much for your gun. Is uh, has And they've already been background checked and they're just waiting for a gun. It's almost like a rescue si- situation. And then they just come pick up the gun and they pay for it and they walk out. And that way everyone gets background checks. If you drop a gun off the exchange and you there's no background checks for dropping it off, but there is like you, there is a form of like, hey, just tell us how you got it if you got it illegally cool no one is here to talk about it no one's going to persecute you for it but this allows you to sell it (laughs) but you can sell it now and we can now legally track who gets it and it's it's so do you think is the is the gun dmv gonna be as boring as the regular dmv because this is what it sounds like a gun dmv we're gonna have (laughs) we're gonna have sweet gun ranges so there'll be a bunch of sweet ranges so you can go and test out the gun (laughs) Uh, we'll have a daycare for the children's. They have little wooden guns they can run around with. Uh, I mean, look, a petting zoo sounds like it could be in the works. Uh, all the fun shit that gun people like. Oh, and we we can have we can have the gun church put a little chapel in this side. I would be down for that. Like, it just has like it just has like a, a Jesus, but instead of Jesus on the cross, it's just Jesus with a gun. Like, what? I shot Romans in that way. This is how it ended. I had if I had a gun, if Jesus had a gun, then. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish people would use that. <laughs> I wish people would use that as like when people are like, oh, well, what if Mary had, had an abortion? It's like, yeah, well, what if Jesus had, had a gun? <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 who, would have died from, 
who would have died for your sins then? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in all honesty, I feel like I feel like this is the answer, and it—I mean, it's not going to get everything. And I feel like every time people talk about this, the first thing they say is like, "Well, people will still be able to do it." It's like, yeah, it's not going to catch everything, but it would effectively outlaw private transactions without background checks. It would give people a system, and we we could government fund it so that we don't have to, like, so that you don't have to pay for any of these background checks. We could have you pay. A, a nominal fee for it i don't care but it would give people a way even people who uh i would prefer the government pay for it quite frankly but it, it would be a way for people <laughs> because then if you're if you're poor it's not a burden for you to sell your gun right like if right. a lot of people for you if you're right. selling your gun if you, if you this might be uh a, you know one of your big ticket items that you have to sell to try to make ends meet it's like your gun your tv and then your car right. right so i feel like it's you know, it might be one of those things where it's it's a something where I don't want to put a burden to and a, or a barrier to people using it. So it'd be great if it was just like the government takes care of the, all the maintenance and all you do is just bring your gun. And then we we match up and think about how how much better it'd be for you if you were trying to buy a used gun and there's just a system for you to get matched up with one and all you gotta do is your background check's already taken care of so when you sign up you do your background check and it's already running and chances are if there's enough people turning guns over that you'll get matched up pretty quickly and most background checks funny enough that we talked about this V most intense background checks especially ones run by the NICS can be completed in under a day ah a lot of people don't know that the reason and actually they said. I found a statistic that said if, if your background check takes a long time, that's typically because it's gonna like there's a really high chance it's gonna get rejected. <laughs> so if it's just like <laughs> sent it away three days ago, you might as well just sat walk home. You're not getting that gun. It's not. <laughs> I will say I will say the one difference the one difference between um, gun shops in Texas and gun shops in Washington is that when I went to a gun shop in Washington, they had a form. When they did your, um, when they, when they did, took your information down yeah. in the computer, there was an option for non-binary pronouns. Yeah, they're, they're not going to have that in Texas. Though, uh, <laughs> on the flip side, on the flip side, they will ask you if you're into pulled pork or brisket. So, I mean, that's on the form. And I mean, that's, <laughs> that's nice. I like, I like people who care about oh, my type of barbecue. Brisket, brisket. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Pulled pork. How dare you? I like flavor. I love brisket. I like flavor, sir. I brisket can't. has flavor. It's so dry, and I mean, not when it's done well, I guess. But I mean, pulled pork. You can't. <laughs> you can't mess up pulled pork. Is what I'm saying. Like you could, you could set out to be like, you know what? I'm gonna make some dry, fa- flavorless pulled pork, and you can't do it. The Hawaiians tried. They're like, we'll wrap it in a leaf and throw it in the fire, and it's delicious. It's delicious. J J. I, you know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Bucky's and I'm going to get you a brisket sandwich. How dare you? Right on the way to the airport. <laughs> How dare and you? And I'm going to bring it with me to Seattle. I, I feel and slighted. And <laughs> you're going to be like, brisket is the way, the truth, how, and the light. How dare you walk by a pork, pork sandwich opportunity and bring me brisket instead? <laughs> that is... <laughs> That is, that is, I'll bring like, you one of each. We'll do a taste test. That's <laughs> like been like, you know what? I could have done something nice for you, but I stabbed you in the back instead. Why? <laughs> Why would you do this to me? <laughs> I don't hate brisket. I don't hate brisket. But if you if you gave me a choice, if I'm like if I'm going to a wedding and they're like, all right, so you know we got a brisket sure. plate and we got a pulled pork plate. I'm going pulled pork plate every time. Every time. Ten all times right, out of ten. All right. 
I I don't hate brisket and I will I enjoy it. I do like brisket, but pulled pork is just. Have you had have, like seriously pulled pork? Like Kahlua pork is this like uh, Hawaiian style kind of pulled pork, and it's like I it it literally Ugh. is. They they like salt it. It's only salt, and they wrap it in leaves, and they put it into a fire, and it just cooks forever, and it's insanely good. And it's just salt and smoke. I haven't had that. That's what I'm saying. With pulled pork, like not even just salt and smoke. And it's like, this is so good. I never feel that way about brisket. I've had great brisket before. And I've, had, <laughs> I've had great pulled pork. I will say this though. Brisket is a much more, it feels classier, right? Like I've, I've, I have a higher regard mm. for you now that you told me you're a brisket person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bougie. I was like, V was white trash. And then you were like, well, I like brisket. I'm like, V's middle class. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> he's very I classy. am moving up in the world. He's a very sophisticated man. He's just he's got very very See, strong. This taste. is the thing. <laughs> I just want to say. I just want to say, Jay. You know, I'm the type of person um, coming from Florida. When you come from Florida <laughs> and you go and but you've also lived in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. You go to Seattle and in Seattle I'm white trash. But I come to Texas and I'm solidly middle class yeah yeah you're it's where you are <laughs> it is where you are you you are uh, in the right places you're royalty and that's what counts <laughs> i will say I, last thing uh on all of this um about the gun show dmv about brisket and, and well not about brisket I, I feel like that was a weird tangent that was fun uh the thing that's interesting about this is and i've said this before and i, I kind of wanted to like ease back on this because i feel like i do this so much but the yeah. real reason that this is even an issue is because states rights are still a thing and i get it right i'm not here to be like let's tear down the constitution but hey let's tear down the constitution because like states rights are killing yeah. us across the board like if you're like yo how do we now we've, have a supreme we've court amended the constitution we have multiple times i'm saying let's get rid of it but we have multiple times how is it that we have a supreme court that doesn't reflect any portion of the country how is it that we went through, <laughs> seriously how is it that we've had so many presidents that are completely and totally out of touch with everyone they they represent how is it that we've been at a deadlock in this country legislatively for the last almost 10 years now how have we been at this place yeah. if it is not for the flaws that are built into the system and we keep doing the same things expecting a different result and that's just insanity i don't want to do that anymore i would like to do something new and different with a new and different result because this one sucks and i'd be down for the gun i i i, I want to call it something cool the gun dmv makes it sound bad I want to call it like the exchange, but like there's, <laughs> there's no e. It's just x and then a dash and then change. So it's like it's like the exchange. <laughs> That's what I want. And there's like two guns on either side of it going either way, like pew 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 pew. That's what I want. That's that's how that's the official logo. <laughs> gun on the left, gun on the right, exchange. <laughs> it's like okay, I want like like there's a there's a bank yeah. in in I've seen in oh, Texas, bigger. and it's called it's called it's called Point Bank. Right, we get the branding people who did that. And here's bigger, <laughs> here's the thing: you were like, "Won't it be bored?" No, we put in a hookah lounge, we put in a club, we put we put in some poles, we get some strippers in there. We we just really go big. It's just like you know what? You come in. We we have the family friendly area, so we have like a bunch of like we have like off brand Spider Man, we have off brand Mickey Mouse, or I don't know, maybe we have the real ones and we get Disney involved. Like you want know Disney? Do something for the community. And then there's just a Mickey Mouse just standing there playing with the kids. And while they're doing that, you're hitting hookah. You're just watching people dance. Maybe there's a TV. There's a sports bar over here there's a bunch of liquor let's just make it crazy like just, let's just make it wild like you can go in the, 
Like, like literally, it's like you walk in, it's like this is this is better than any amusement park I've ever been to. And you just spend 30 minutes, maybe you get a massage and a haircut. I feel like that needs to be there too. You just spend 30 minutes just like pampering Ooh. yourself, getting a background check and just being like, you know what? I feel like a boss right now. And then you walk out with your kids in one hand and a gun that you have been background checked for in the other hand. <laughs> Why is that? Th- that would be amazing. I would. That's a life that I want for everyone. <laughs> just, just you get a haircut, your kids get a haircut. You grab a beer, you watch the game, you high five Mickey, and you walk out with a gun. Like, who's against this? <laughs> I mean, other than just you know sensible that's gun. That's exactly. Right that's exactly the. <laughs> no, I, I do. I really. I honestly think it's it, it's it's the. An- I think it's the answer, and I I I, I wish uh, I'm going to start saying it uh, uh, out loud and see if anyone adopts it. I'm going to be like, you know what we should do, and then just this idea. And I, I mean, it should just be. I mean, honestly, I, I'm saying all this stuff, but I feel like we should like coordinate it so that it's it's actually like a surrounding things that the local area enjoys. So, for example, if it's in Seattle. Sure. It's just a bunch of like USB ports for you to charge your devices and free Wi-Fi and cracking games running or whatever. <laughs> cracking or Mariners games, depending upon the time of year, just running. And then just a ton of like Manny's uh, for free. You just get to drink all the Manny's you want. Uh, and then that that's for Seattle. But like in, in like, you know, Texas, there's barbecue, uh, gun ranges, just just whatever the people want in the area. I'm just saying, let's make it happen. Um <laughs> Because if you make it fun to get a background check to buy a gun, people are going to get background checks to buy guns. I feel like if it's fun and it's free, you're going to do it. If like, listen, if if you had told me uh, if we're going to get a vaccine, they're like, you know, uh, Mickey's hanging out at the vaccination place. Would I be more likely to go? Probably, because I mean, I, I don't love Mickey, but I mean, <laughs> that sounds like a fun time. If you just tell me like, there's a Mickey Mouse dude hanging out, handing out like balloons to everyone who gets vaccinated, I'm I'm listening. <laughs> like, what? Let's talk about it. <laughs> I didn't need motivation, but I'm saying if you gave me some motivation, anyway, uh, we're over time. <laughs> Uh, v, if people should want to find you uh, to talk to you about what they would sure. want in their gun DMV, how would they do that? Yeah. All right. Tell me about your dream gun DMV. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at V Chatty. That's V E E C H A T T I E. And uh, Jay, uh, if people want to tell you about their gun exchange or xxx change yeah. i don't know you said something about strippers where would they find you i feel like there needs to be adult versions where strippers are involved i'm into that for real, for real. <laughs> um seriously hookah strippers guns what no uh you can find me on, <laughs> you can find me on twitter and on instagram at adjective underscore j uh if you want to just contact the show you can contact us at frowntown pod on twitter and on instagram uh leave us five star reviews on apple uh shout out by the way to uh mocha minutes i was on mocha minutes to talk about <clears throat> excuse me the dave Chappelle special uh which oof, it was funny and fun but the special itself was not. <laughs> yeah the the guest appearance was great uh, yeah the special uh the dave Chappelle special was not great it was not good um i i i want to say also too uh shout out to hindsight movie reviews because i will be on that podcast soon haha i remember to Yay. do the thing that's right so look for us on yes those. i shall be there oh uh plug us on those too so hey we are uh pretty much done with this show i think we learned some valuable lessons i feel like i learned something valuable yes and now we're armed with knowledge <laughs> that's what i was hoping for all right this is fcon we're out <laughs>
love.